The Up With The Bonnets podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, Unicorn Cleaning Services. They offer a range of facilities from domestic and commercial cleaning, which includes lets and Airbnb, and also offer ironing and laundry services. You can find a link to their website in our Facebook and Twitter bios. You can also reach them by visiting their Facebook page, or you can contact them by visiting their website, unicorncleaningservices.co.uk. This week's episode, we'll look back at the results in the championship and how they affect the D. We'll look at Deep Life's statement from a few weeks back. We talk contracts, what's happening, what do we want to happen, what do we think's happening. We preview the games away to Patrick and at home at air. And we'll also look back at the bygone days of the VHS tapes as we talk about the numerous clips that have been uploaded to the D Archive YouTube channel, as well as looking back at On This Day with the D Archive. Hello and welcome to the newest episode of the Up With The Bonnets podcast. I'm your host Daniel Smith and I'm ecstatic to announce that after watching GBN News uh, Alternative Match of the Day on Twitter, our podcast is no longer the worst thing on the net. With me as always is Paul Gray. Alright Danny, how are you? Do you have a good birthday? It was good, I worked it, uh, never done much but... What? Yep. <laughs> That was Shambles. about it. Yeah. <laughs> Shambles. Oh, okay, anyway. Like good intro. Good intro. <laughs> officially, oh, shambles. <laughs> officially not the worst thing on the net now. Yes. <laughs> Champions. <laughs> you got that uh, the meme of the FIFA, you know, the glitch with the lifting up the trophy, but there's no trophy. Yeah, I think that's been mentioned on this podcast a number of times. Like, <laughs> we'll we'll take any anything. We'll we will take the trophy of thin air. No problem. <laughs> any trophy will do. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, we had no football related. Well, not related to Dundee football, but no football to do with Dundee FC. This week, uh, there was games, but Paul, how do you want to start this off? Because I feel a little bit out my rhythm because we've not got a game to moan about. <laughs> a game to moan about, that's good. Uh, I think we should start with the, well not start with the D archive, but like I said, I was mucking about on that old YouTube, having a wee look through some of the videos on there and it's unbelievable. Some of the videos up there are absolutely class, class. So I think you should tell us. People think that this is pure scripted and that, like I'm tongue in your arse. I'm not. I'm like I think you should big this up, like as to how much work that you've you've put into. It's unbelievable, mate. Oh, I put us on the spot. Sorry. <laughs> Aye, well, what was that? I think I counted last couple of weeks fifty odd videos uploaded. Uh, Easy. A lot, a lot, yeah, a lot of work went into that obviously because not only do you have to convert them and it's a case that you've got to let the tape run and you've kind of got to watch what you're recording because they want to be recording uh, anything, you know, the whole tape and having to shift through it, you're trying to only get the match highlights. You've then got to go back and uh, look at the audio, <laughs> which is 
nine times out of ten well out of place so I've tried my hardest to put the audio back in place some of it might not look good when you see people speaking but it's the best I can do I would not notice that I would not notice that like like I was saying like with the like the Ravenelli interview and that absolutely class like (laughs) he's explaining why he's came to Dundee because De Stefano is such a great man and there's a great future ahead for Dundee. <laughs> Look at that turned out. <laughs> yep, oh, brilliant, like, absolutely class. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was only, I think, what, five, six tapes that I'd done. I've still got a good couple of files to shift through before I start recording again. So, you know, mm. looking at about 60-plus uh, clips uploaded, and it's been well-received. I think I've hit 800 subscribers today, which is really good, and... Uh, what else is it again? I'm trying to think what else. The the counts actually, the views of uh, the last twenty days have been like ten thousand over ten thousand. Mate. mate, see when I was just like like I said, I was fanning about with them on Sunday, and I've a look at them. It was like they were uploaded a day or two ago, but they're like at one hundred and fifty, two hundred, two fifty like views mm. and stuff. I thought it was mad, like mad. A lot and of people like people, us reminiscing. Yeah, and, and a lot of people looking back at the videos that have been up for a good number of years as well, which is good. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's great to see so many people. I never expected 10K anyway. But like, thanks, everybody, for, for doing that, sharing, commenting and whatnot. There will be a lot more to come, that's for sure. I'll try and get somewhere up this week. Like I said, I'm trying my, my hardest to get at least like five or ten up a week. Uh, I was going to save some <laughs> a couple of days ago, but I just thought I'd just pile in the whole like 27 that I had. Just put them all up in the winner. Go for it. Why not? Good, good guy like that. I've got, uh, well, I was speaking to a boy and his old boy, uh, Billy Hegarty. So James Hegarty, he's mentioned that certain videos were handed to people, put it that way, many moons ago. Um, but I've got Robin Grimmond on the case trying to track them down for you, mate. So I'll keep you in the loop about that as well. So you'll potentially have even more to sift through. Good lad. Good lad. I feel like I've got a lot of people looking for old VHS tapes. <laughs> I asked the old boy because we had loads. Like He would always record like sports scene and that. But he lobbed them many moons ago. Lobbed. Mm-hmm. And I skipped somewhere. That's, that's a common story that I've been telling me a lot of people. They've kept them and then they say, like, they've moved at the parents' house or, like, got a wife or a bird <laughs> or a hobby or something, eh? And they've then. We're needing their space. Yeah, you, never, had, you never watch these videos anyway. <laughs> yeah, they've had bairns and it's like, get rid of them. And now I'm like, don't be there. <laughs> you could have done. You could have done. Obviously, nobody's got a video player now. Well, apart from you. <laughs> Just as well, though, because the videos are un- incredible. Let's say, like, the, the interviews with the fans, like, going to Albania, you know, waiting to get on the flight and that, and then the guys in Parisia as well. It's absolutely, that's tackle. Yeah, <laughs> I've spotted my mate Davey McDonald and his dad, Davey McDonald, also in that video, so I'll be showing them. And also, there's a, I've got the the Rangers, uh, Dundee Rangers game, Scottish Cup 98. Well, it was the replay at Dens. I've got the I've got the full match anyway. But one of the tapes that was handed in maybe a couple of months ago, I had the build up to it, which was really good because there's a lot of interviews and like goals and highlights and stuff like that. And again, my mate Davy McDonald just pops up as a random ball boy, <laughs> <laughs> just standing. <laughs> you can't even miss him. Like he's spotting a mile away. <laughs> tall. He's like 
Big Larry, no no, he's lost tons of weight, it looks fantastic. Not that he never when he was younger, I'm not no, I'm <laughs> but, I know, but he's he's got the distinctive like blonde hair undercut. That's what it is. Can he miss him? Can he miss him? <laughs> <laughs> but stuff like that will be going up and uh yeah, just a lot more. Um I'll take it as it comes and just uh, I'm not gonna date in any order. Um it's just getting flung up as it comes. Yeah, that's the way to do it, man. That is the way to do it. I just went on a playlist, and then obviously you've got it all like 0304 and 8089 and all that. It's fucking class. Like, absolutely brilliant. Well done, mate. Well done, you. <laughs> yep, a wee, uh, wee clap on the back for me, and uh, I feel good about myself. A clap. What is it? Pat? Pat on the back. Giving myself the clap. Definitely <laughs> 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 not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, anyway. But we are better than this. Let's move on. Yeah. Let's go for it. Despite Dundee no playing in the championship, there was games in the championship. Last Tuesday, was it? Yeah, Tuesday, Morton took on air, air won 3 1 uh, away from home. And then on the Friday, Queen's Park, Jammy Jammy Queen's Park beat Cove Rangers 1 0 thanks to an OG with about 11 minutes to go. Jamie then, bastard. Yes, yes. And then uh, Saturday, Morton and Partick, uh, a stalemate at Capolo, which is a good result for us. Mm. Mm-hmm. But that result on the Friday, I was just so hoping for a draw at least. Because now... Mate. Carry on, sorry. Carry on. Continue. continue. Yeah, because now the league table, despite us having a game in hand, it's five points. Mm-hmm. And... More so that the fact is their game in hand is against Fissel, who just took us apart at Dens a few weeks ago. It's very nerve-wracking just now. Just a wee bit. Mm-hmm. Just a tad. Just a tad. But that that I watched that Cove-Queens game. Well, I switched on halfway through the second half. And see, to be fair, it was looking like it was going to be a nil-niller. Like, I mean, both teams were having chances, but... It, Maybe he was obviously wanting to score, and, and then it just happened to be a bloody own goal. Honestly, like, but I mean, obviously, it was a subby that came on at Aaron Healy. He got down the line and just hit a ball low and hard, and it was, I don't know what the defender was doing. Like, yeah, his positioning was pretty shite, but it's like he just passed it in the net and it nestled in the back of the net. That <laughs> old nestle job. Yeah, the net just rippled. You know, <laughs> hopeless, absolutely hopeless. Like, but I mean, see. See, for me, like, I, I you can't even believe I'm going to say this, but credit where credit's due to Queens because they, they weren't at the races. Like, they, they didn't look great, but they still got that result. The The thing is, at this time, time of the season, results like that kind of shows a team that could win the league. If that mm-hmm. was Dundee, we'd be saying it's shown character, no playing Correct. well, but still getting the win. So you have kind of got to say it to Queen. Well, you have to say it to Queen's Park. We can't kind of sugarcoat it and say, "Ah, they would." I mean, I know I said jammy. I'm just purely Come saying on, the, that. The, the word jammy. The, the word jammy. The word jammy. Both teams hit the post in that. Like I said, both teams had chance. Both teams had chances, but like I said, they just they just dug deeper. Mm-hmm. That was I mean, it. There's still there's plenty of time in this league. I think we we have ten games left, but. At the same time, I have got that thing stuck in my head. I'm thinking to myself, 
they're doing what teams that are win the league will do. Mm-hmm. Like Arsenal against Bournemouth, Bournemouth the other week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the 98th minute or something. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Again, it's just that, like I said, that's, I'm not going to say it again. I'm, I'm not giving them any more. That's it. <laughs> they're, they're well, jammy bastards. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, Cove could have even got an equaliser towards the end, like a ball whipped in and a boy just... It was like he, instead of heading it towards goal, it was like he was trying to nod it on, but he got it kind of in between and he took it away from the woman Subby Toure that came on. You were like, come on! Ah, oh, it was raging, eh? Raging. But, I mean, like he says, if that was us, you'd be fucking jigging. Yeah, jigging. Be, you would you'd be, be thinking another step closer to getting promoted uh, via mm-hmm. the title. Yeah, definitely. I mean, apart from that, like it was well, it was a decent week of football for us, even though we didn't even play. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that result aside, I mean, Martin, Martin getting scalped from air. To be honest with you, I didn't really see that coming. Like, it was a bit of a shocker, really. Obviously, Martin... What was it, Martin? Were like five match unbeaten run. Air yeah. had one in four games. And then they get scalped 3 1 at home. Yeah, it just uh, echoes what a lot of people say, and yourself as well on this podcast, that everybody beats everybody in this league. That's no exactly matter it. Man. How good a runner from you're on, you can come up against, well, you look at us against our growth at the start of the season, at the start of the year. You know, mm-hmm. scalped despite playing fantastic and picking up results. Mm hmm. It's going to happen. It's going to happen even more to the end of the season. Definitely, there's not a lot. Long, there's not a lot of games left, but there's still going to be a lot of twists and turns, at least. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely, it's still still a lot of football to be played. Yeah, and the football to be played starts on Friday night. Morton travelled to Ardrove, and I think that one's on TV as well. So that's a tasty one. Also, you've got us travelling to Fir Hill, which we'll speak about soon. Mm-hmm. Queen's Park at home against Inverness Kelly Fissel, who will mm-hmm. be on a high after their cup exploits against mm-hmm. Kelly. And Hamilton take on air. Hamilton, have, you know, they've found a bit of form, so they're going to fancy their chances at home. And you've then got Riff versus Cove, which doesn't really... That, that'll no really impact us at all, but the, the other... The other uh, four games that are in that division, or also us including yours, uh, certainly does. <laughs> tasty. Tasty. Yeah. It's getting tasty. It's business end of the season, mate. Yep, I love that saying. No, like, we've not been bothered about the rest of the season. It's just been leisure. Now it's the business <laughs> end. <laughs> and maybe another couple of games, and then it'll be the proper business end. But we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> this is when your one nils and your grinding out results bloody important put it that mm-hmm. way that's, that's all I'm going to say <laughs> <laughs> well, there was one thing that we missed out on last week it was uh, the monthly update by D for Life so they've uh, mentioned oh, yeah. yeah it was the second of March it was released so we obviously well well out of date but it is, worth, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is worth noting that they, uh, they have had uh, Meetings. Uh, I think they've been in a meeting with John Nelms as well. He spoke to them and they yeah. have raised concerns about what was it again? Was the gain and entry in the stadium? Entry, that is it. Yes. So not when the place is locked up and that. Obviously on a game day. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So this one, uh, it was uh, one of the directors, Kenny Valentine. Hey, he's just he he's new on the board. He spoke yeah. to Greg Fenton, and they are hoping. Uh, that 
to address the problems uh, that the, some supporters have had with uh, experience trying to gain entry to Dens Park, which can be, has been a bit of a shambles mm-hmm. most of the time. Just mm-hmm. don't, just bloody let them play, uh, pay for the play. Uh, just let them pay for the QR codes and let's do it that way. Well, know? that's the thing. Like in that email, it mentions that they're, they're going to have some sort of an announcement. I don't know when it'll be, but I mean, I hope it's something along those lines. Because mm-hmm. I mean, like like it says, we're gaining entry. I mean, to be fair, I'd, I've got my ticket for the Derry. You tend, to, you tend to just waltz in at times. It's pretty pretty easy. But that Falkirk game, um, obviously missed the missed the first goal. Like didn't mm-hmm. get in until about fifteen minutes into the or ten minutes into the first first half. That was that was a joke. Like that was really really poor. Mm-hmm. So and and then remember, like when we were at the hospital for our growth game. Like you were getting messages for your boys going up, you're still waiting on more tickets. Like you're yeah. still on the queue to get tickets. Like what? <laughs> By the time the second goal went in, they're no bothered. So Exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't have bothered. I would have went I straight mean, back to the pub. I think one of the main uh, problems that the, the board the only board have actually said is the Wi Fi. But these devices for the QR code come with a chip and pin which will pick up Mate, you can use a mobile phone. You could use a mobile phone. Yeah, that, one that's of my what mates I mean. does like a fucking DJ night. Do you know what I mean? And then the people just come up with a QR code and he scans it with his mobile. Mm-hmm. Everybody's surely got a mobile. That's what I was meaning. The devices it comes with a chip and pin. It comes with saying Wi-Fi signal. It doesn't have to hook up to Dundee's own. You know, it all gets scanned through the the means. I mean, we're no daft. <laughs> It's unbelievable. As much as you might listen to this point and think they are daft, but not that daft. But not that daft, but what? No, the fact is people are able to use their mobile phones in the dairy. I mean... <laughs> exactly. Let's, let's still keep flinging out that line that the Wi-Fi is the problem. No. No <laughs> well, buying that. No, no buying that. No, no buying that shite. Like, it's, it's just... I mean, like it says, there's teams in lower divisions than us that have it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, when it, well, obviously, our growth and our league, when I went to that growth game, it was easy as anything. Like you just showed the booming on your phone, the boys went zap, done, and you go, easy. Yeah, and they play in the North Sea. Correct. And they get a signal. They get a signal. <laughs> God knows how. But it, it's that it'd be interesting to see what D for Life are going to come out and say about that. I'm really mm-hmm. interested to see. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping it's something along those lines of the QR codes because it's. I mean, it's easy for us to go, ah, it's a piece of piss to implement. Maybe not, but I'm sorry, but if guys can do a DJ night and sort it on their mobiles, I'm pretty certain a football club could. I've seen somebody set it up. It was actually set up by on, on the, the manager's event that we've done, and I've seen somebody set it up as well at a pub, and it's been done in the matter of minutes. There so, um, yeah. But anyway, there is another announcement in the D for Life is that they're going to hope... What was it again? The, uh, it was confirmed that the club has plans to relaunch the Junior Dark Blues. Yes. But time away. Trying to get my wee lassie joined up for a couple of years, so... That's classic. Mm-hmm. I was part of that many moons ago. Loved that. Yeah. Never once got picked to be a ball boy, but nah. no having that against them. N- not at all. I still don't cry myself to sleep. There's still time for me to be a ball boy. <laughs> or a mascot either. yeah I'd say either yeah definitely <laughs> wouldn't take long to shave off that wispy wispy looking kind of beard <laughs> just, just lean your head out the window <laughs> I've said it's been windy lately so I might just like put my head out on the back of his and 
But I'm not going to get my cat to lick it off. <laughs> God, oh. they're all coming out the night, eh? Oof. Aye. Scraping where the barrel once was. Aye. It's not even a full moon and you're being an arsehole. Sorry, man. <laughs> it's because I had a nap at half past six. Had a wee half hour cat. Rejuvenated. <laughs> Here, despite being it's after the transfer window, we've made a few new signings. Excuse me? We've made a few new signings. The social media team is expanding. Oh. So, I will just get in up now. So, Pete That's not us, by the way. <laughs> no, it's definitely not us. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not us. Uh, Pete and Ryan from uh, Tayport FC, they have left the media team with them and will be joining Dundee FC. They released that, it was earlier on to tours, prior to recording this, so welcome Pete, welcome Ryan, I look forward to having you on the media team, because the social media aspect of Dundee does get hammered quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. And without being too critical, because I can some of the boys that work, in, work there, it's probably just when you look at where the other teams around us, and teams lower than us, are with their social media, so it's good to see we're being proactive with this and seeing new blood involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they need definitely need some extra bodies in there. It'd almost be like a pure twenty four hours, twenty four seven job. You've got I mean, to be on post and stuff. You've got to be selling tickets. You've got to be well, especially tickets, shirts, mm-hmm. Dundee Direct. You should be sharing stuff for the DAFCA even. Mm-hmm. Shame Cami Kerr's interview we that done me this podcast. You should be doing mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. No, but mostly like the you should be bamming up games from the Monday right up to the Saturday. Yeah. You know, and it is it must be And taking samples of, you know, previous games that probably appear on the the D archive, you know, with the teams, you know. Aye, yep. Mm. Should be building up, we preview building up to this match. Why not? <laughs> I mean that's the thing like Tayport have announced it obviously the guys are going to Dundee but like Dundee haven't announced it you know, at the time of recording mm-hmm. you know what I mean but see it's just maybe just wee things like that but it's it's too much work for the minuscule team that's there do you know what I mean I think a lot of them are voluntary as well on the yeah. match day so to have hopefully people there and see hopefully this is a, a full time or part-time or whatever they're looking at here. It's not just like a Saturday, you roll up on a Saturday and do it. They'll be working on this um, and getting, mm. you know, that's the, the job title. That's it. Monday or, Monday or Saturday. Let's get people engaged with Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Bebo, MySpace, whatever, whatever out there. <laughs> so is it, actually, just to confirm, um, is it, just the social media, or is it like media, like the media department, or is it just social media? It just says, it says media team. They say Ryan's been the club's for, photographer and graphic design since 2021. Hmm. Uh, Peter as the club communication officer. So what, hmm. I think media team, I think of that. Have we just rattled on about stuff that's maybe not even relevant to their, their job title? So what? Yeah, nah, so what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That'd be interesting are... to see what what happens. Yeah, and see we we improvement because I mean I, I mean I know people saying that you know we're lagging behind with social media and that, but I mean 
uh, to be fair, it doesn't really put me up or down like <laughs> it doesn't. I want to see more. more I just want to see the team playing the park. Aye, aye, of course. But I, I like to see more from the, the club on that bit. Because that's the way it's going, isn't it? Yeah. All these young whippersnappers. snappers. I want to see boys running on the park like one to interview players right at, right at full time. What's your thoughts? Fuck off, it's just been pumped 5 0. Mel boy just wants to see like the guy going around with the, the half time draw tickets. You know what I mean? Mm. He always seems to miss it or it doesn't get done. <laughs> That's what he's bothered about. <laughs> there you go. So if these guys can come in and do that job, Mel boy will be happy. Brian, Pete, get the half time draws up on the social media at half time. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Because at half time, what do you do? What do you do at half time? You tend to like probably go on your phone, check your coupon and that, or you know, speak to the people beside you. But then if it comes through on your phone, right, boom, half time draw, you're like, Whoa. or you're you're ripping it up and making confetti. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That's a lot of them. That's illegal, but we'll move away for that. Yeah, sorry, shocking behaviour, <laughs> absolutely incredible. <laughs> But there's another story that has reared its head the last week. It is the contracts talk. Dode Cran from the Tilly brought it up. Paul, Swan. take it away. I think you've got some notes on this. No, well, come on. I must admit, like I was annoyed when I seen the article eh, because I had lo- I had stuff typed up for last week's podcast. But you know as well as I do that the both of us last week we couldn't really be arsed. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I decided against it, but I mean, yeah, that's the, that's, like you said, that's the contract side of things coming into, coming into the four now where Dundee, is it, is it brave or is it stupid? I'm not too sure, but I think it's a bit of a gamble having mm-hmm. pretty much the vast majority of your team out of contract come the end of the season. But then like like George put in his, his article, you know, he's mentioning like the guys that are tied down for next season, Tyler French, Zach Rudden, who's out on loan and will probably go, and Sean Byrne, who can't even get on the bloody bench, who'll probably go as well. So effectively, you've got one player left mm-hmm. come the end of the season, as it is just now. It's not good. Yeah, it's you look at either one or two ways. One is the players are fighting for a contract mm. and they've got to earn that. Or you'll get the other way, as in, if the manager's not offered you a contract by now and you have been playing well, you think you're out the windy and he's got other targets coming in. Because if you look at people like Sean Byrne, who really should be in that team and can't get in the team, he's going to be away in the summer. Mm-hmm. So you'd be thinking as well, if you're playing in this team, well, I've not been spoke to. Because I think a few boys have said that, they've not even spoken to you about yeah. contracts. I'd be thinking... Ah, he's maybe got, he's got somebody else coming in. That would be my fault. Mm-hmm. But see, that, that, like... mean, that, that doesn't mean that the players only going to dump tools. I, I wouldn't say that for. I, I would never say that to be honest. I, I think players are putting effort in. It. I think tactics, substitutions, and formations are the the real pro- problem there. And um, but it is. It's one of those where the players maybe catch wind that teams are coming in for them. And I think, well, I've got my move. I didn't really have to try hard enough to get a contract here. So, again, I'm not trying to say that players can lower the performance, but that, that stuff like that does come into question. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. I mean, going back to what you were saying just earlier about like boys in the press going, they haven't had any contact. Ashcroft was in the paper after the party game. You know, you mentioned that you hadn't had anything, uh, any chat about contract. McMullen's been in. That was that was months ago. McMullen was saying that. Do you know what I mean? And McMullen was actually playing really well, and you would you would think he would be an absolute banker to get a contract renewal, like an absolute banker. But then, see with this whole thing that's going on. See for me, it's it's difficult, and you can look at it at, from a different angles, loads of different angles. Because see for me, like the majority of that team that we've got now was the team that got us promoted just, you know, just through the playoffs then went up into the Premier and left it without a whimper, you know, at the first attempt. So, <clears throat> I mean, for me, you would kind of expect these guys, right, come back down, you've got a year to go, you really want to up your game, really want to prove yourself, improve, you know what I mean? I don't know, I'm, I mean, they've not exactly set the heather alight in the Championship this season, so... Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's tough, it's, it's there's really another, tough, mate. There's another thought that I had, is that a lot of these players might be on good money because we've went up to the Premiership. People have in their contracts. You get a pay bump if you get promoted. Maybe maybe some players have had it. And if we have to spend another year in the Championship, maybe the club, the way they're run to the budget, are like, well, we're going to be well over. You're going to have any new wiggle room here. He's already, actually, he's already had to move players on to bring players in this season. So that makes me think, well, if boys stay, then it's just going to be the same again. And... Yeah, you, you aren't going to be offering anybody contracts until until you find out what league you're going to be playing in. That's the main one, one hundred percent. Because then, if you if you go, yeah, maybe the club are looking at what league are we in next season. I mean, I can understand the stance, you know, from the club, but just like I was saying there, you know, those, those players that have been here when we went to the Premier. It, they weren't a Premier standard. Do you know what I mean? This is going mm-hmm. to sound really harsh, and like I'm having a dig at the players. I'm not. I'm. I'm it's, it's. You know, sometimes it's hard, obviously, telling the truth. But if we go up with that squad, what's going to happen? We just come back down. You know what I mean, it's. It, for me, and if, and I've said it before on previous pods that if if it's not an automatic promotion, it's. I don't. I say it's a bit of a failure, to be honest with you. And that would suggest to me that the players that took what up they're not going to be good enough. And that also probably gives the manager food for thought. The fact 100%. is that they've no won the league and I've touched on tactics, formations and, and whatnot about two minutes ago, but the, the manager will still think that the, what he's put out on the pitch should be, they should be doing it. So regardless hmm. of what we think, if it has any click in, he'll be thinking, well, it's maybe you know, the boys doing the job that I'm wanting them to do on the pitch. I can get other boys in that can do it, or I know that can do it. So, yeah, um, we'll not be needing your services anymore. But see, but the I thing ex- is as well, I mean, like, I know in Boyer and, I believe Boyer and Barr are six-month rolling contracts, from what I've been told. Mm-hmm. Um, I know people said it was a year contract, but six-month rolling. And if we didn't go up automatically, are their, quote, are their quotes on a sugarly peg as well? I wouldn't say I, I, I wouldn't say it wouldn't it be. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's such a difficult situation for I me. Mean, 
like I said earlier, is it is it brave or is it stupid? It's a huge mm-hmm. gamble. But then the thing is, you've got to think about it. If nobody in the team, well, I know that obviously because of that article, just from what we've heard, like some of the youngsters have been offered deals but never never signed right at the start of the season. But then I don't know obviously how the players would feel. Say like say they offered Mick Mullen and Ashcroft a deal. But then say Sweeney and say Sweeney and I don't know like McCowan or someone are like, how's he getting a deal and I'm not? Yeah, and you're well, talking about the players not down in tools, but I mean, obviously you would want the players to go. Well, see if he's getting a deal, I'm going to get myself a fucking deal. I'm going to up a game. I'm going to prove to them. But I just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not seeing it. I'm not. I'm not seeing the players playing to their best of their abilities. I'm not. I just. I feel like this pause went on a wee... <laughs> I mean, but, I, I, but it's a hard truth, mate. It's a yeah. hard truth. We are second to fucking Queen's Park. Yeah. Who got promoted, and they were promoted with about fucking, like 20 points behind the leaders. Do you know what I mean? We are second to them. They've got about 600 fans. You know what I mean? It's just a fucking... It's, sorry, it's shite. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they deserve to be there. And but fans. <laughs> They deserve to be there, but like you said, it's shite because of where we are. Going on, just quickly going back to what you said there about the if player got if a player got offered like Ashcroft or something and McCowan and all that, we're thinking, how's he getting offered one? I think they would be under the their attitude would be, oh, contracts are getting handed out now. Tempo goes up. Aye, yeah. But 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 the thing is, see with that, they shouldn't have to have that to get them going. Like Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but. It was, I can't remember who put it in that group chat. It was Paul Bruce and he was bang on. He was like, surely these players are going to want to have a medal. You know, a, a fucking, a league, a league medal come the end of the season. It's good on their CV. They've won a, they've won a, they won the championship. And it looks good for them. So surely they must be busting their arse to get that. Mm-hmm. Not a fucking, not a promotion playoff. If you even get a bloody medal for that. You want a, you want a championship winning medal. Yeah. You want that. I just, I'm not, I just don't see it. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I feel, yeah. personally, I feel some players have probably went, come on, I'm, I'm, I'm not getting a deal. So that, that, that's my opinion. That's my opinion. Controversial as it may seem. I try and think of that, like myself, if I was on a year contract with my work and it was coming near the end and I was hearing nothing, I'd be... Knocking on the door, probably. Knocking on the door, but also worried. And mm-hmm. you could find yourself deflated. You could, because you have a bad result, and you think to yourself, a couple of more points behind. Like you mm-hmm. said, the Cali game, we should have won that. We should have won that by a canter, and we only got a point, and we were behind. And if players haven't got a contact, they must be thinking, that's a wee nail, a nail in that coffin, when it shouldn't really be. I, I, that's just what what could be they could be thinking. Like you say, we're just kind of we're just nah, mate, back I, and I, forward to you what what scenarios could be happening. Eh? But I totally agree with you because I mean, and I think Dode put it in his article, and again I was annoyed because I had someone pretty much <laughs> almost. Is he, made, is he almost, making a living off of you? Fucking bastards women jumping onto my laptop and reading them. You better not be reading all this stuff, but, um, you know, some of the <laughs> keep facts. Up that, you know, keep there. <laughs> but, like, it, it's, I mean, these players will be going, like, why should I, they're probably, maybe they're thinking, why should I be knocking my pan in to maybe get a deal? 
mm-hmm. when another club comes in and goes, out of contract at the end of the season, what are you on? Right, we'll give you that, but we'll give you a two-year deal. Their head's going to be turned. Mm-hmm. Their head is going to be turned because they've probably got f- families to think of. Do you know what I mean? They're going to families to think of fucking roof over their head and all that kind of stuff getting a wage coming in a guaranteed wage instead of waiting until like the 30th of June and then it's cheery bye no contract nothing you're off I just mm. I don't like the situation I don't I mean I do do not at all and despite coming up with like about five different scenarios there I think that's what we're trying to get at that we don't like the situation we can understand maybe why contracts are only getting handed out but then You've also got negatives on people not getting contracts that you feel that should be getting them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. We're just, hopefully, I mean, to myself, I didn't think any players have done tools or anything like that. Not trying to imply that whatsoever. I still think the players are going out there and trying to have this. For me, the results have only been happening purely because of bad luck. I remember a couple of pods ago I mentioned bad luck and didn't use that as an excuse. But games like the Cali game didn't help. And then we see lineups with like <laughs> two creative, uh, no, no creative midfielders, two defensive midfielders and one mm-hmm. striker up top, which I think is the, the, the real pro- problem results-wise. But yeah. that's, that's your just little we think on contracts, what could be, what might be, what probably isn't it. If you know what I mean, if like see the just for the last part, I mean, I think regardless of the league that we end up in, whether it's the Championship or the Premier, there'll be there'll be wholesale changes. Mm-hmm. Oh, there, there, there will be. I think that's an absolute given because this is effectively the same team for three seasons. This team's getting ripped apart in the in the summer, regardless of what league you're in. I think it will. I think it will. I think if anything. If Boyer stays, remains, he's probably going to keep maybe a core and then bring in his own boys. Being maybe the boys that he's brought in on loan, those Clampen and what was it, Hannan, is mm-hmm. that a trial? Is that a trial for them maybe signing on with? You never know. But we'll find out in the summer. Cannot wait. Hopefully, it's the summer that we are promoted, but we just have to wait and see. How results go, which brings us on to a preview of the games coming up this week. Partick at Firhull comes up first. Then we'll also play air on the Tuesday. But let's speak about Partick first, Paul. Yeah. Here's a wee few wee win. Yeah, here's a few wee stats for you. It's okay. the, in, in the league only, it's the 212th meeting between the clubs. <laughs> It's the 103rd at uh, Firhill. I think that's the only ground they've played at. Like, apologies if I'm wrong, but... You're you're never wrong, Danny. Yeah, but they have got a good record at Firhill against us. Or away from home, it is 30 wins for Dundee, 27 draws and 45 defeats. Um, So, in the last 10 games, though, we have won five, drew... Three and lost two. Okay. There's no bad wee record there. Yeah, not bad. They beat us at Dens a couple of weeks ago. They deserved the the victory and there was no much else you can say about that. No. They were worthy winners. So this is going to be a hard one. They have just came off 
after us, they've went away and beat Partick 3 0. Uh, no, tell a lie, Partick. They, they beat Rafe 3 0 and then they drew 0 0 with Morton. They are currently, I think it's five games without defeat and three, three of them have been wins. Yep. So they have got that new manager bounce. Mm-hmm. He's doing so, a good job, like, to be fair. Chris Dillon. He has. Mm-hmm. He's got that. He, he's turned them around because the five games prior to him going, it was defeats at, I think, three defeats out of five. So the, at the beat part, uh, Cali 5-1, lost 2-0 to Queen's Park, one against Morton, and then were beaten against Hamilton and, and Cove at home, back mm-hmm. to back. So the kind of nail on the coffin there for McCall, and obviously it was Scottish Cup after that. They've done a not-too-bad job uh, performance-wise against Rangers, but he was shown... Yeah, they brought, the flag with them. they brought a flag with them. <laughs> but this is... Um, if, I've no thoughts on this game other than let's go and get the win. I know that your notes just said win. That's it. Could you show just, me that? Just bloody win. I've not That's heard it. of any niggly injuries happening. It's it's always good to have a little break on the, the, the business end part of the season. Get Thanks. boys back to fitness. People that maybe haven't been performing up to what you expect of them, get them back in, training, yeah. working hard. Manager maybe trying out some new things. Thinking, well, it's not really worked. We've not really performed well uh, the last couple of games. What about this? Speaking, the team speaking together, thinking, right, we've got a couple of weeks here. What could we do? Just and win. Honestly, just win. <laughs> That's it. I mean, like, you're nail on the head there, mate. Like, obviously, they played us off the park at Denzel the, uh, the other week. That's in the past. Like, fuck it. It's done. Worst performance of the season. Done. Like, move on. But I think for anything, they should maybe take inspiration from the last time we were there, well, especially mm-hmm. the second half. Well, certainly that's where we started that run of form that took us top of the league. Exactly. For, before Christmas, well, on, uh, just before Christmas, actually, yeah. And what was it? Ten games. Mm-hmm. There or thereabouts. Hopefully, we're going to see a repeat. That's what I want. I'd love to see a sequel of this. Love it. We'd absolutely love it, mate. I'm going. Me and old boy are going. Cannot wait. And you better be going as well, boy. I'm telling you. <laughs> Ken, you're 50-50, but come on, maybe 60-40. Come on. If somebody's flinging overtime at me, you can what happens if somebody in the planet here. Dollar, dollar, bail, y'all. Um, mate, it's just, just go there and win. Forget mm-hmm. that. Forget that last performance. But... <clears throat> Maybe don't forget it too much. Excuse me, sorry. He's coughing there, but don't forget it too much because the way they played, they played to annoy us, you know, get on top of us, get the second balls. We just need to be, we need to be sharp. We need to be, we need to be, that's a razor sharp. Like The game plan should be somebody man-marked Brian Graham. Somebody make no, sure. No, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Just what? stamp on his foot. Stamp on his foot. <laughs> well, somebody do that. And also make sure uh, Harry Mullen and is it McTiffany? Tiffany. Tiffany, they are going to run down that wing and cut in all the time. So just put them in the bloody air as well. Yeah. Put the them danger in the stand. Men. We know the danger men. We know what they do. They've done it plenty of times against us this season. They've done it plenty of times against other teams mm-hmm. this season. 
So let's put a game plan together. To well, the thing is as well, like you, you were saying obviously like no injuries for us. I hope, yeah. Um, no, no new ones. We're also no, new one, no new yeah. ones, yeah. Um, they could potentially have a couple of injuries to their centre-halves. Muirhead and McAvoy, they went off before half-time in the Morton game. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I, I did a wee bit of digging and see if there's any updates, but I haven't seen any updates about it yet. But obviously, it's just. I mean, what was that Friday? Friday? Mm-hmm. Saturday, no, Saturday. Sorry. So, hmm. Mm-hmm. Massive, massive blows of they're no there, especially Muirhead. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of him. So good player. Yeah, having them too would be an absolute bonus. Though, like the luck that we've got. It's not going to happen. They will be in the starting lineup. Oh yeah, the fucking I score. <laughs> I think I think they've got Queens Park after us, so it's like at Ooh. least be injured on Sunday and then mm. get back in. Make a miraculous recovery off his deathbed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, heck. like Jesus <laughs> rising from the dead. He started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm telling you, like I'm, I'm, we say it all the time. We'll take a win. We'll take a, obviously, we take a win. But we'll take a 1-0, sneaky, fucking shitey win. I hope they have 20 shots on goal and we have one and it goes in. And that's mm-hmm. it. And it's a great big twos up to them. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Hopefully. Well, say a couple of days after, we are back at Dens. <coughs> Sorry, the Kilmark Stadium. Just Dens. Dens, yeah. I know. It's always going to be Dens. It's about the Kilmark at Dens Park Stadium. It used to be. It used to be Kilmark at Dens Park Stadium, and then <laughs> at the end of that two years, they just like bought the the naming rights with no Dens Park. They bought the Dens Park Stadium part of it. <laughs> bought that out. Fuck knows, mate. Still Dens. That's it. Dens. Always will be. Always will be. But we've got Air. They are up at Dens, and again, I've got a few restarts. The 104th meeting between the teams in the league. It's the 52nd at Dens, and the record at Dens is a little bit better than what it is in Firhill. Mm. It's 35 wins, 10 draws, and 6 defeats. In the last 10 games in the league against Air, we have won 5, drew 4, and lost 1. Hmm. So we've got a good record against them. Where the air play? No, I was on about the previous stats we fizzled. That's what I was meaning. Oh, comparing. Right. Oh, do keep up, Paul. Do keep up. Sorry, mate. Maybe I'm needing another nap. Mold age. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, absolutely wide awake. Yeah, for a coffee. Good to go. No sleep tonight. But they, uh, they were just on a run a form of. I think you said four, yeah, four uh, games without a win, one draw, three defeats, but they'll beat Morton at Carbolo, mm. 3-1, and then they are up against Hamilton before coming to us. It is, yeah, it, it, it's tight. I mean, we're going to, obviously, every game for you now has got to be a win. So we've got to think, well, look at a record against them at Dens. We should be continuing that another one I'm not even caring now about uh, being nice and thinking oh, you know what this team's doing too bad uh, I'll take a point or a point yeah. would be a good result it's, it's all got to be wins even if we're playing shite now it's got to be a win and that yes. is the air there's the fizzle and there's the air preview right there it's got to be a win it's got to be wins and the main thing to do 
in both those games has put their main strikers in the bloody stand. Mm-hmm. So you've got to do. So you've got to do. Saying that way, though, they do get goals from the middle of the park and that. But so what? Put Akinyemi in the stand. Mm-hmm. Brian Graham up next for him. <laughs> just fucking just fed up of seeing Dundee getting bullied by guys like that we've got big centre halves that can go right through them so go right through them that's it take the yellow card as long as the boy doesn't get back up take the yellow card then <laughs> I get yellow carded for mouthing at the referee and fucking oh fuck's sake put him in the put him in the dirt then take the yellow card we've got to fight dirty mate we've got to play dirty Oh, fucking win yeah. ugly. I don't give a fucking. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're spot on with that. You're spot on, Paul. Now's <laughs> not the time. Thanks, thanks, mate. Now's not the time to be fancy. Yeah. <laughs> Clap on the back. Clap on the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, superb. Yeah, the business end of this uh, championship <laughs> season. It's not a time to be fancy. That's it's not. not... There's no, it's not all about being silky. It's about just getting these wins. That's if it. we go and win these two games, I'll no moan about anything at all in the pod next week. Nothing. Even if I have got something to moan about, I'm not going to bring it up. It's going to be positive. Okay. You do know this is recorded and that, and people could go back and listen. And... It's the hill I'm willing to die on. <laughs> Yeah, there's been loads of hills throughout this Boomin podcast that we've died on. I'm fed up with dying on hills, to be fair. <laughs> it's like Call of Duty 2. I'm just getting... <laughs> I'm dying, I'm coming back alive again, and there's somebody sitting waiting to snipe at us. <laughs> well, they call it camping. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, well, fucking... Yeah. What have we got next? <laughs> That's it. We'll finish this off with the de-archive. We spoke about the de-archive at the start, but we will go on this day with the de-archive. So Just went in a big loop, big circle. It's, it's, a, it's 360, right back to where we started. Oh, yeah. So I missed the Anderlecht game last week. <laughs> One of the biggest results ever in Dundee's history. And I probably, I probably picked up something like, Stephen Robb's 42 on the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't remember what it was. It was something like that. <laughs> Samuel Millen scored for two yards against yeah. fucking Paddock or something. <laughs> but anyway, I'm redeeming myself. So the 13th of March, 2-1 Anderlecht. Against Anderlecht. Fuck, I'm not redeeming myself here. <laughs> <laughs> He's already fucked it. <laughs> 1963. Cousin and Smith got the goals. It was a European Cup quarter-final, second leg, and that was Dundee through to the semi-final on a 6-2 aggregate because we pumped them 4-1 across in... Anderlecht. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't even there either. I didn't think it was even there. I think it was Brussels or something. I think they yeah. played at the National Stadium, so it wasn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not going to fuck this up. I'm Danny. <laughs> First sentence, done. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm absolutely sweating. The 14th of March, James Greedy, that handsome bastard, is 52. Oh, what a guy. What a guy. He could have been tainted. He's one of my heroes. Like but he came back and gave a no-bad speech a lot of a while we silly in his team history. Still mm. love him. Still love him. 
I still love him. I still love him. The 15th of March, 1986. It was a 2-1 win over Rangers at home. John Brown with a penalty and Graham Harvey with the winner. Cool. And then we had... What are we on? The 16th? Oh, sorry, I do apologise. I'm all over the place here. I've, I've shook myself by saying I'm not going to make a mistake and it's just been one big mistake, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, honestly, listeners, he's, he's, he's really trying here. He's putting, <laughs> you're putting too much pressure on yourself. That's what it's not even pressure. It's because I've actually got the dates mixed up. I've been writing stuff down for the archive and missed out a date. So I've got so many like arrows pointing to this goes there and that goes there. I'm trying to cover for you and then you're just ah, yeah, nah, fucked up on a daft day. <laughs> Cammy, when my heart in the sleeve, well, an open book. So... <laughs> The 16th of March. <laughs> on a sleeve, dying on a hill. Anything else? <laughs> the 16th of March. This is a game that you spoke about a couple of times. It was 2-0 against Motherwell at Dens, 2002. Tamiri Kitspire with two absolutely wrecker of, of a goal. And I'm pretty sure he hit the crossbar a couple of times as well that game. <laughs> just unbelievable, yeah. It's that was just, midweek. I always remember that was midweek. I still it can't just, believe it, like, yeah. He was unplayable. Just haven't seen him scoring any goals, like absolute rakers. And then I mind just turning to my dad, just going like, what? Like, mm. are, are we actually watching this? Like, Tamuri gets by it. Pfft. Unbelievable. I've just, just got that all his time playing for Dundee, he didn't need time and square go one of the advertisement boards. Yeah, that would have been... Nah, he'd already done that. Nah, people would be like, ah, it's been done before. What a player, what a ball, what a big bald head. Brilliant. 17th of March, 1984. It's another Rangers game. It's another Rangers defeat for them. Dundee 3-2 winners at Ibrox in the Scottish Cup quarterfinal replay. Jim Smith and Ian Ferguson with a double. Class. I think Dundee got the lead early doors. This game actually gets talked about quite a lot to me. Uh, I didn't think I've got any footage of it. There must be footage out there, though. Um, mm. But anyway, Jim Smith gave Dundee an early lead in the 22nd minute. Then John McClelland equalised. Oh, no, I'd have to have jumped ahead. I've made a fuck up of it again. So before John McClelland scored in the 72nd minute, Ian Ferguson scored in the 70th to go 2 0 up. <laughs> Dave McPherson then equalised in the 80th minute before Ian Ferguson put Dundee back in the lead in the 84th and that was that Dundee were through to the semi-finals. And I can't wait for this podcast to end. Mate, you'd never make it like gone like kind of like the classified results or that. You'd be fucking... You'd be reading out the wrong scores and everything. You'd honestly... You'd, you'd be... You'd just up. <laughs> I'd love that job, eh? I'd be calling, I'd be calling like the Clydesdale Bank of Scotland. No, no, it's not the Clydesdale. It's the what's it again? Um, Ladbrokes. No, uh, oh, fuck. Thingy, thingy. Wait there. I'll just check wiki. Ah, <laughs> oh, mate, absolutely brilliant. This is honestly, absolutely tremendous. <laughs> the 18th of March. A man that we just spoke about. Tamara Kit Spies, 55. Hey. Still can't believe he graced Dens Park. <laughs> <laughs> and then the 19th, 19th of March, it was 2021, Dundee won 3-0 away to Alloa. 
Ashcroft got two goals and Max Anderson with the other. And I look back at the league and I think it was our 20th game of the season. So obviously this league was uh, less games in it. Yeah, it was... Curtailed. Uh, yes, and uh, notice that this win put us level with Dunfermline on 30 points in second spot, but Dunfermline had two games in hand. So when you're looking at that, you do think to yourself that teams like Dunfermline absolutely threw away claiming mm-hmm. runners-up spot in the championship that year. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Flying now, though. Mm-hmm. My old James McPate looks like he's guiding them to the League One title, especially after the victory over Falkirk. Easy. One defeat last season in the league. Something like that. Just mental. Anyway. It's no Dunfermline pod, so... Damn it. Mm. But that is it. That's what we've got to speak about. We've mumbled. We've stuttered. But goddamn, we've got through this podcast. <laughs> we've got we've got angry, we've cried, we've got the clap. <laughs> twice. We've got the clap twice. twice. In the face. <laughs> Unbelievable. Nah, done well. A few things mm-hmm. off the chest, you know what I mean? Apologies yeah. if anybody disagrees, but I don't give a fuck. No, that's your attitude all the time, no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why we love you, Grazer, a.k.a. Faye Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, after it's 50-odd minutes into this podcast and we have now found ourselves back on the bottom spot of the worst thing on the internet, the B, whatever news, has made it back up to second bottom. <laughs> GB news. <laughs> And who's just made it the second bottom? Uh, they've jumped back above us. Before I know. I know. March, still, still plenty, plenty of football to be played. Plenty of podcasting <laughs> the, to be made. But the business end of these podcasting, we can pull it back. <laughs> yeah, our contracts will be on its fucking. They'll be running out soon anyway. Fuck. We'll be freelancing. Nikon's <laughs> taking us on. <laughs> but anyway, look, that's it. Enough laughter, Paul. Enough. Thanks for coming on again. No worries, mate. Pleasure, as always. And thank you, the listeners, for listening. <laughs> <laughs>